It's Friday, September 16th. This is The Gateway. I'm Wayne Pratt. Sarah Kenzior has often used her status as a Missouri-based writer to showcase broader issues about economic inequality and political instability. We're kind of, you know, once again, the bellwether state. You know, we're kind of the originator of a lot of these uh, dark trends. They hit here first. Kenzior talks about how Missouri plays a big role in her new book in just a few minutes. Hundreds of apprenticeship positions are coming to the St. Louis region starting in January. The Madison County Employment and Training Center and other local workforce boards have received a nearly $6 million federal grant to operate employment training and education programs for four years. St. Louis Public Radio's Andrea Henderson reports. Six workforce development agencies across Missouri and Illinois will recruit minorities and people from low-income communities to participate in the Gateway Hub Apprenticeship Program. It aims to help people gain skills in bioscience, healthcare, or education. Greg LaPosa is Workforce Development Director for St. Louis County. He says the program can help solve labor shortages and improve economic opportunities for people in high-poverty areas. The hopes are really that, that we, we really make a dent in addressing those regional racial disparities in, in workforce development and employment outcomes. Local hospitals, universities, and community organizations will help provide workforce training. I'm Andrea Henderson, St. Louis Public Radio. Unvaccinated staff in Illinois schools and child care centers will no longer have to submit to regular testing for COVID-19 beginning today. Governor J.B. Pritzker is rescinding the year-old executive order based on last month's updated guidance from the Centers for Disease Control. The Pritzker administration fought multiple lawsuits related to the vaccinator test mandate, winning on appeal, even as similar legal challenges spelled the end of the governor's mask mandate in schools. The state's Department of Public Health is still recommending schools and daycare centers implement COVID testing when community transmission is high, like returning from holiday breaks or after large indoor events. A Republican candidate for the Missouri Senate says lawmakers should revisit the state's abortion ban. Missouri banned abortions except for medical emergencies after Roe v. Wade was overturned. George Harusa, who is running in the St. Louis County-based 24th District, says that measure is too restrictive. If he's elected over Democratic Representative Tracy McCreary, Harusa says he would support loosening the state's abortion ban. That includes allowing for abortions for people pregnant because of rape or incest. We do need uh, uh, to look at having uh, having exceptions for mother's health, not just a medical emergency, but mother's health. Haruza was a guest on Politically Speaking, and that episode is at stlpr.org. A writer who documented life in the former Mill Creek Valley neighborhood of St. Louis has been named an Author of the Year by the Missouri Library Association. As St. Louis Public Radio's Chad Davis reports, author Vivian Gibson hopes the honor introduces her former home to people throughout the state. In The Last Children of Mill Creek, Gibson describes the lives of herself, her parents, and siblings in their Mill Creek home in the 1950s. The predominantly black neighborhood, which encompassed parts of Midtown and downtown St. Louis, was demolished in 1959 as part of an urban renewal campaign. Gibson started writing her memoir in 2015, Gibson says the honor means more people will learn about the region's history and those who were displaced. I got a little annoyed or sad to think that nobody even knew or remembered that this community existed. Missouri author Steve Wigenstein will also be named author of the year. I'm Chad Davis, St. Louis Public Radio. Five furry lawnmowers have been working at a local school all week. 
St. Louis Public Radio's Kate Grumke reports on how one teacher turned a landscape project into a learning opportunity. Twin the goat is diligently munching away in a thick tangle of plants in front of Crossroads College Prep on a recent sunny morning. Nearby two students are unwinding a long tape measure. (laughs) The students are trying to measure how effective the goats are at removing plants from the school's rain garden. It's for AP Environmental Science. Ellery Steinbach is a senior in the class. They seem to be very fond of the long, tall grasses, the Johnson grass, so and that's the most invasive species that we currently have in our garden. So we're glad that they're getting rid of those, but I'm excited to see which other ones they're going to choose. Billy Gigi, short for greedy goat, offered no comment. I'm Kate Grumke, St. Louis Public Radio. Hey there, I'm Marissa Ann Lewis-Thompson and the host of St. Louis Public Radio's new podcast, Doing It Our Way. Listener support is our largest source of revenue and makes podcasts like The Gateway possible. Our fall fund drive is underway and you can support regional news by making a gift at stlpr.org. Sarah Kenzior has gained a national following for her writings about threats to American democracy. She's often used her experience living in St. Louis to illustrate broader problems about economic inequities and political instability. St. Louis Public Radio's Jason Rosenbaum explores how Missouri takes a central role in Kenzior's new book, They Knew, How a Culture of Conspiracy Kept America Complacent. Kenzior is a former academic who's made a splash in the world of political analysis and commentary. Two of her books, The View from Flyover Country and Hiding in Plain Sight, have made the New York Times bestseller list. And she's gained a wide following for her thorough and blistering criticism of former President Donald Trump. But during a Left Bank Books event earlier this week at the Ethical Society, Kenzior emphasized that she wanted to delve beyond Trump in her new book, They Knew. But basically at that point, you know, I was sick of one thing, obviously, which is COVID. Um, I was also very sick of writing about Donald Trump after hiding in plain sight. And so I kind of thought, you know, I'm going to write about him without writing about him and then try to encapsulate these broader themes because he's not new. You know, as, as I said many times, he was a culmination, not an, aber- not an aberration, um, and he's going to have successors and he had predecessors as well. While Trump does factor into they knew, the book dives into how conspiracies have often defined American governance and popular culture. And one of the broader themes of the book is that people should be skeptical of authority figures and should avoid building cults of personalities around governmental officials or politicians. I mean, I think there are people out there that are dedicated public servants doing a very good job. We often don't know their names. Um, You know, we obviously saw so many people rising to the occasion during the pandemic, putting their lives on the line. We often don't know their names either. These sort of personality cults, though, um, that have risen around political officials or even FBI directors and medical officials, I, I think they're dangerous. In addition to exploring topics like the rise of QAnon and climate change, they knew often touches on Kenzior's life and experiences living in Missouri. She's often used St. Louis as a springboard to make broader points about economic decline and political instability. A lot of folks sometimes are surprised that I live here and surprised that I live here voluntarily uh, because I write about politics on a national level and there's this pressure on writers to move to New York or DC or LA or whatever, you know, some big city on the coast because then you've, you know, you've made it, uh, you matter. Kenzior says it's important for her to remain in Missouri. 
This has been historically the place where the national character is born, not just in politics through being the bellwether state, but you know, look at our great pop culture influences. Look at Mark Twain or Walt Disney or Chuck Berry, you know, these incredibly seminal figures who invent whole genres. They came out of Missouri. You know, this is kind of where the, the idea of America was born. One of the ideas about Missouri that Ken Zior strongly pushes back on is that it's a deep red state that deserves the policies that come out of state government. Kenzior says that's a simplistic way to examine a large group of people who often have complex and conflicting views. I think our state is hard to define politically. I think it really you know, encompasses the entire political spectrum. And if we're held together by anything, it's with profound disillusionment and frustration with our elected officials. Um, you know, I do obviously think we've become uh, as a state more right wing in the last uh, 15 or so years, uh, in large part from the influence of Fox News, the demise of, of local media, um, the demise of trust, and sort of just the downward traje trajectory of the country as a whole, in which we're kind of, you know, once again, the bellwether state. You know, we're kind of the originator of a lot of these uh, dark trends. They hit here first. Kenzior plans to tour the country to promote They Knew, a book she hopes will get people thinking critically about authority and why it's okay to question it. I'm Jason Rosenbaum, St. Louis Public Radio. Our Jonathan All edited that report. The Gateway is a production of St. Louis Public Radio, a listener-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt. Have a great weekend. Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house.